I'm eating a cracker. Oh, should I drop? What the fuck? Are you fucking kidding me? Welcome to episode 206, being recorded at 12.26 p.m. on February 26th. Uh, I, I guess the numbers are kind of alike, because it's 206 and 20... Shut up. Uh, I am your host, Austin, on this TriGames.net podcast on this episode 206. It is no longer 12.26, it is now 12.27. Uh, we do certain things on this podcast, certain special things, that aren't so special when you consider that everyone else does the same thing. What is that thing, Alfred, my friend? You might as well just ask Pete now. Well, I want to see if he drops again. Oh, Pete, what, since Al wants me to ask you, what is it that we do on this podcast? Wait, I don't get it. I miss I, I don't know. We, we, is this what happened when you food. dropped? Oh, and then I was like not saying anything. So people are like, what the fuck? He's not saying anything. We don't do anything on this podcast. I drink any food, but not today. I thought you fell asleep. Oh, yeah, I do that too. All right, since these assholes aren't being cooperative, we talk about video games and the industry. We do? Games. I'm on we the do. wrong podcast. Yeah, you are. Go away. Bye. Um, this week, since we missed last week, we're just going to catch up with what we've been playing and then <sighs> give Ubisoft some uh, exposure because we're going to talk about something really stupid that they put on the internet that makes me want to kill myself. Kind of. A little bit. It's really stupid. But first, to begin this long, arduous, monotonous segment, Peter, what have you been playing? Doesn't have to be long. The past that's two really... weeks. What are you talking about? Past two weeks. I did an episode last week, motherfucker. That hopefully will get put it up. It wasn't and... an episode. It was a special solo drunken cast. But I talked about what I've been playing, so I don't need to talk about the past two weeks. I just need to talk about the past week. Okay, this podcast is over. I wanted two weeks of meat. Wait, that sounded... Chill. Your yeah, fault, not mine. All right, Pete, what have you been playing for the last two weeks? So in the last week, I played... Um, <laughs> I don't even... What did I play? I played some rock band. Because... Uh, oh, okay, so yeah. Uh, yes, Was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. I don't know. Yeah, it was yesterday. I decided to go through... Okay, so in Rock Band 3, they set it up... Uh, I don't know if you guys know this. You guys both own Rock Band 3, right? I forget. Nope. nope. Okay, nope. Then never mind. I forgot. All right. So, yeah, in Rock Band 3, instead of having to do, like, a <coughs> career progression, like, you can, but you can also just go in and they have separated goals that you can play. So, like, for instance, a goal might be something like, uh, I own, okay, so I own all the Lady Gaga songs, right? So a goal could be five-star the Lady Gaga songs, and then you gain fans that way instead of having to do, like, you know, career thing i heard um, about this. this is like this is kind of like its own internal achievement system right yeah without having um, to without really adhering to the achievement rules so they can add goals in whenever they want right yeah and it's okay. good because like you know in like in rock band 2 for instance you would have to play a city and it'd be like those set songs or whatever and you'd basically be playing the same songs kind of over and over again and this one it's a way of really like playing through your entire library um so, for instance, yesterday uh, I decided to tackle the goals of uh, 
playing all of late because i have lego rock band imported so it's play all 45 lego rock band tracks in one sitting um while also getting the goal of just beating all the lego rock band tracks because i never actually played through them all so having these two goals there was a good way for me to actually play a lot of these songs that i never played before um so yeah i played a lot of rock band because also during the past week i did the green day uh, goal, which is, you know, the same thing. I have Green Day imported, so play through all those songs. Uh, but I didn't have to do that in one sitting, thankfully. Um, although there's a lot less Green Day songs, I think, than there are uh, Lego Rock Band songs. Anyway, 45 songs in one straight play is kind of ridiculous. Um, sure is. Not even a real band plays 45 songs in one I know. Sitting. And I was singing, so by the end uh-huh. of it, yeah, I was like ready to die. I I was like lightheaded. I, I think I like hyperventilated myself from all the singing and from standing for like four hours. My back was killing me. Um, so yeah, I'm old. <laughs> so you were singing in the middle of your of, of of your room, just belting it out with no one the wiser, or were you playing with other people? Because I completely missed the the opening of that story. Oh no, I was, I was by myself. <laughs> okay, as I tend to be when I play rock band. Because yeah, I don't have people over to play with. So if any ladies want to come over and play some rock band. Anyway, um, yeah, besides that, what else did I play? Okay, so last night I decided that I was, after the rock band stuff, uh, I decided I wanted to do some uh, Jaeger bombs and uh, like live stream myself playing, playing random Xbox Live Arcade. Well, okay, I actually prefer Irish car bombs, but that okay. stuff's a lot more expensive. Um so for basically less than half the cost of what I have to pay to get everything I would need for Irish car bombs, I was able to get the stuff I need for Jaeger bombs. Ugh. So I uh, shit is gross. It's not that to bad. You. It's terrible to you. I don't care if it's to me. It is gross and terrible. It's good and terrible. <laughs> um. So yeah, I got the stuff and I came home and Ugh. so then to me, yeah, you know, it, it sounds bad that I was standing around singing, playing rock band by myself. It's probably even worse that I'm in my room alone drinking Jaeger bombs, playing, Ugh. you know, Xbox Live Arcade games, and then trying to stream it over the internet. That's like the perfect um, storm of ugh. <laughs> Except for your haircut. My haircut. It is pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and your choker. <laughs> old jokes. Anyway. Um, Insider. Yeah, so I played a few random Xbox Live Arcade games that I hadn't played before, such as uh, those Doritos games. Harm- <laughs> Harm's- Goodness. <laughs> Harm's Way and Crash Course. <laughs> which actually... No, they're not that bad. <laughs> I, I, I actually did see a quick look and they weren't that bad, but still. I hear Doritos and I think Sneak King. That's Burger King, though. I know, I'm saying, you know, the market oh, yeah. product placement, the cheap games... Yeah, um, except that the Doritos games were completely free, so you know they weren't trying right, to make didn't that have to pay two bucks. Yeah, um, and Sneak King was actually kind of fun, <laughs> except for the fact that you couldn't like set the controls the right way; they were inverted sure. by default, and you couldn't sure. change them. Anyway, uh, yeah. So Harm's Way, fucking, oh my gosh, Harm's Way is the racing one, I think, and I played like five minutes of that uh like it's i don't know it's a racing game kind of like it's a battle racing game like blur wipeout or something um obviously not like as i mean it's not bad looking it's not as good looking and um i only played like one quick map on solo play uh, i it was it's like oh you know what it's kind of like it looks very much 
like a cartoony version of what the fuck's the game on PS3 with all the mud that was like a long yeah MotorStorm it's like a cartoony dusty version of MotorStorm um and uh so yeah I was racing around this you right there buddy I think he got dropped again Pete (laughs) Pete Pete Oh, don't stop anything. Oh, God. Oh, you, uh, he's gone. Oh, my God. Oh, he's back. Hey. It's weird because, like, I don't, my internet's not actually dropping. For some reason, it's <laughs> just the call. Like, I could hear you guys talking and then I went off, but, like, I, you know, everything else is still uh, fine. Just the actual vocal call. So I don't know what the fuck's going on. All good. Continue. Anyway. So, Harm's Way is an okay racing game for free. I played a little multiplayer, but I was drunk, so I kept, like, spinning in circles and, like, <laughs> slamming into walls. So, I stopped playing that, and then I went to Crash Course, which is, like, a better version of that Wipeout game. The one that, you know, it's, like, fucking people running through Obstacle Course. Not Wipeout the racing game. Wipeout the right. Obstacle Course game. Um, or, uh, what's the, the Japanese version of it? Uh, Ninja. Vanish. Ninja Warrior. Is that it? I don't, I don't fucking know. Anyway. No, Ninja Warrior. Um, I said Ninja Warrior. Yeah, like Ninja Warrior. Okay. So, yeah, you're running through an obstacle course. And the game is very simple. You're just running left to right, and you hold down uh, left trigger to, to like run faster. And then A is a, ver- is a contextual button, so you'll uh, jump or grab on the ropes or whatever like based on what you need to do. Uh, so it's very simple control-wise. You just run through the course. There is a multiplayer aspect, which I tried real quick, uh, but... The you're not running at the same time. The, the person you're running at the same time, but they're not on the same course. Like the person that you're playing against on live is like, am I dropped again? No, no. But it sounded I think like dropped, like temporarily, or did you just say the person the first time and then stop and talked again? Which happened? I don't remember. So the person that you're playing on live with is a like cardboard cutout with a helicopter hat in the background that's that's how the game is tracking their progress through the obstacle course as you're running your own which is kind of weird it would have been more fun if like everybody was running at the same time or something um or if you had to take turns so you could at least watch how they ran it uh wait a second this is doritos game right yeah this game was free right yeah, I can't complain. Which means that you it's gave free. no money to actually help support the I game so they still... probably had no will to make the game really good I could still. But he gave up his time and sanity. Yes. Yeah, but they didn't. Okay. Well, this is just. (laughs) They didn't give up their time and sanity making this game? No, because then they would have had everybody running at the same time. You're right. For a free game, it's good. Okay. So that's it. That's all I played. Terrible. Well, what did you play over the past two weeks? Just name it because I may have questions about what you played. Are you kidding me? Did he drop again? No, he's probably here. <laughs> I'm right here. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? No, we can't fuck, hear you. Fuck, 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 fuck. Okay, so the only thing... I, I just can't talk a lot this episode, obviously. Um, the only thing new that I played over the past two weeks would have been Dead Space, which I talked about. <laughs> <in the past>. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank right. you for that. That random, like, that like explosion of... of gas well how far how far are you into it because i i started playing it a long time ago and i'm only about 45 minutes in yeah that's probably where i'm at because like i haven't played it at all this week i just played it you know last week and well i I, saw i saw you tweet about it uh and you said something about not really digging the third person view yeah like 
Isaac, the main character, takes up way too much screen real estate. Ah. Are you playing it on PC or, or 360? Not, not that it really matters, but... I talk about all this about podcast. Um, I'm playing it on PC, but... Yes, but I didn't hear it yet, and I want to know. Um, so I'm playing it on PC with an Xbox 360 controller, and I'm piping it to my TV so I can play it on my TV. Yeah, see, I, I tried to play it um, as I try to play all PC games with my mouse and keyboard. And it didn't work out so well because of the, uh, the way that the inventory screen works. Oh, like, yeah, I can imagine because, like, you're not, like, I'm assuming when the inventory screen comes up, you're, like, having to scroll over to the mouse instead of just, like... I forgot, well, see, that's the thing, I forgot how, and, and this is why I'm glad we're having this conversation, because you couldn't have it on, on, on your solo cast, but, uh, like, you have to, like, hold down alt or something, and then you have to, like, when... To get the mouse cursor up? It's, like, but, see, here's the thing, is that there's not a cursor, right? It just, um, the... How, it's really hard to explain, but it's. I think it's. Here's what I'm picturing in my head: the inventory pops up and it unbinds the mouse from look and just has a like some sort of cursor on the screen that you scroll over the inventory items. Correct. It, it is not a now. Is, if I'm remembering correctly, it is not a cursor, but it just um it just highlights the box. So if you are playing with a controller, your right analog stick would control um would right control the highlighted box, right? So yeah. that, and that's fine because it's an analog stick and you can press up, down, left, right. You know where you're going. But with the mouse, it's like it doesn't have a cursor. It just has that box, right? And so with a cursor, at the very least, you could see uh, that what the cursor on screen is moving exactly to how your hand is moving. But when the cursor has gone, like because that, you know, the highlighted box in your inventory grid, is it's, it's very exact. It's like you, you hit the analog stick up once the next box above it is going is going to get highlighted but with okay. a mouse like with a mouse you can't really um let's put it this way imagine you're trying to play mega man with a mouse and i don't mean a mouse and keyboard i mean a mouse and to make mega man run to the right you have to swipe the mouse to the right oh okay yeah so i get i get what you're you saying. know what you can control That's- him but you don't know exactly like how far you have to twitch your hand to make him move or to make him stop, you know what I mean? So that, like, when you translate that back into trying to navigate an inventory screen with, like, w- that's designed for an analog stick or a D-pad, like, you have no idea. Like, you're like, like I just want to select the box in the upper left-hand corner, and then you nudge your mouse, and that box doesn't get selected because you didn't nudge it far enough, or you nudge it too far and you selected a different box. I don't. It's 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 messed up. And so eventually I finally gave up and like, all right, fine. Sometimes people are right. Mouse and keyboard doesn't work on this, but that's because they didn't design it the right way. And right. I hope they fixed it for Dead Space 2. I don't know. Um, Al, do you, do you own it yet? I'm not going to. Oh, oh right. It's scary. I don't really think it's fun. Oh. Did you play a demo? Yes, on PS3 and Xbox. Ah. See, that's your problem. You should play it on PC. Well, they don't so, yeah. have a demo for PC. Honestly, like, I kind of wish I had played a demo first, too, because, you know, I kind of don't really like it either. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I love the atmosphere and everything, but I'm not totally into, like, survival horror slash scary games. And, um, yeah, the controls and the, I don't know, the third person really, if I had tried a demo, I would have only paid a few bucks for it because I got it during, you know, the Steam holiday sales. Right. But I may have still passed it up if I had tried a demo for it. Um, I don't know. I, I like I it. appreciate what Dead Space is doing, but, right. yeah. I don't know. I like it. Um, I, I do recognize that it's a little bit sluggish, um, but I guess I, I guess because I'm in that survival horror mindset, 
And, you know, I'm fully expecting to walk in there and be like, oh, hey, look, it's tank controls. It's like Resident Evil. And it's not tank controls. I'm kind of like, okay, I'm kind of cool with this. Um, I, guess, I guess I just like the brutality of the action, really. Yeah. Like I said, um, I mean, the atmosphere, the visuals, all that stuff, it's really good. It's just, I don't know. And you, you should really try it with the, uh, just to go back to the control thing, you should really try it with the 360 controller because I want to oh. see if you have the same problem I have with the dead zone or like the, the way the speed of your aiming. Because that was my main problem. Oh, I, I will like, try that, yeah. It starts slow, but then if you get to a certain point, it just starts snapping fast. So if something's like in that like slight area where the speed changes, it's really hard to like get a lock on things. And then like having to you know try to specifically you know laser off certain appendages right. is kind of difficult uh i'll give i'll give that a shot i mean i did, see here's i did give the controller a shot um i did it and that's i think how i stopped playing it like when when i last played it i was playing with the controller and then uh i just stopped but for no reason um but i i remember i remember it being a, 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 obviously a lot better i don't want to say a lot better but a lot more accessible than the mouse and keyboard because of that inventory crap um, but I don't remember having any dead zone issues, so I'm gonna have to go dead back zone, to that. Like, isn't the right word for it? Like <clears throat> sensitivity. Yeah, like just the, the sensitivity shift at a certain point. I'll keep an eye out on it, and if I notice it, I'll blame you for ruining my experience. Okay. But I think, as far as I remember, I think I was cool. I was kind of okay with it, and also, like, I guess because you use a stasis to slow them down, like to cut off their limbs, it wasn't as hard for me to kind of draw a beat on them. But. Um, and maybe that's my. I may just start using stasis more often because, like, I feel like I need to reserve it. And there are stasis recharge stations right. pretty frequently. But for some reason, I'm like, oh no, I should hang on to it. You never know when I'm going to need it. Doesn't that suck? Like, whenever you when uh, that happens to me when I'm playing like a Final Fantasy game. And oh yeah, especially Final Fantasy VII, where like like eighty percent of the game is like a cakewalk. And you're like, no, I to, I really can't. Uh, I should save these tents for when I really need them. <laughs> and it's just like. You are probably never going to need to use a tent. Like, yeah, that's me in any game. I was going to say, like, for first-person shooters, like, even the old-school ones, you know, never want to use the rocket launcher because you never know if you're going to need it for the next big encounter, so. Or in fear when you actually have to actively use um, a, a med kit. Like, you pick them up. Oh, and God, yeah. actually use them. But see, the thing is, like, they cap you off at 10, right? And so that kind of gives me sense of, like, all right, I have, like, nine of these. So I'm going to have to use it anyways. So I'll, I'll, I may as well just use it. Um, I've had I had some problems in fear. I've had those points where I was like out of med kits and like you know an auto save or whatever, like in a fucking oh. horrible spot. Oh yeah, but they they throw a lot at you. I guess I, I I don't know. Are you healing like every five seconds? In fear? Yeah. I mean, it was a long time ago that I played it. I don't remember. And I don't remember what difficulty I played it on. But I remember me and Charlie and I think Justin were all playing it around the same time. Um, and, uh, we all kind of had those moments where it was just like out of med kits and fucked in, if, you know, you gotta like keep, you know, reloading and hoping to get the right shot off and get through the section. <laughs> I thought you were going to say fucked in the ass. Um, I, <laughs> well, you know what I did because of the cheapness and the glorious cheapness of PC gaming. I was just like, Hey, if I lose more than 20 hit points on this battle, uh, on this battle, on this firefight, I'm just going to save and reload and still have eight med kits left over. So, um, I guess you couldn't do that in multiplayer, really, then. Um, but yes, somehow we diverted into fear, and that was kind of okay. I'm, I'm cool with that. What else did you play this last week, or was, was Doritos and Jaeger Bombs pretty much it? I mean, normal stuff. You know, I played some Super Meat Boy normal while stuff. I was drunk. And, do you play uh, that better or worse when you're drunk? Oh, God, so much worse. Ugh. 
I mean, I was because I was just doing it for the stream. So like, I was like, I'll show a few couple. I'll show a couple levels, and I was like, okay. And I was like, I'm gonna see if I can unlock the kid while I'm fucked up, even though I already <laughs> unlocked the kid. And man, that was bad. So I didn't. That didn't last very long. Um, these videos of like, there's an hours hours worth of video probably of me doing the Jaeger bombs and like playing games on my Justin TV page. Although, like, not to get too technical here, but I was having streaming problems because. Low quality, I could stream okay, but you know you can't see the stuff on the TV. And then high quality, I kept getting drops because of the Wi-Fi and things like that. So, are, you, are you using Justin TV or Ustream or or what? I just use Justin TV because okay. it was an app on the phone. Oh uh, right, right, right. Um, okay. And uh, I think you guys have used it before, so yes, yes. Uh, I was just like, all right, I'll try it. Um, but uh, yeah, so played that. Some played a little bit more Pac-Man Championship Edition again to because I was drunk and I figured, hey, let's try some of this while I'm messed up. Do you play that um, better or worse? Uh, well, I've never really been good at it to begin with, so I played it it's about true. the same. Um, and this was, I played it first when I first started drinking, so I wasn't kind of messed up at that point yet. Um, and then you gradually... Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, unless you want to talk about iPhone stuff. <laughs> uh, what, uh, anything new on the iPhone that you've been playing? Well, I just, earlier this morning, tried this game called Battle Heart, which a lot of people are talking about. Battle uh, Heart. It's a, uh... It's a real-time strategy-style game. Oh. Like, uh, it's not like it's not a full-scale RTS. It's real-time strategy in that you're controlling this group of characters. Um, I can't think of any game like it, though. I know there are some. Uh, so, like, you got like a party member, a, a group of four party members, and they're different classes. So, like, you know, mage, warrior, healer, whatever. And you're just in this little like. See, I don't think you can. I don't think the screen scrolls at all. It's like one set scene, but then monsters will appear around your party. Like bats will fly down, or like orcs or whatever will come in from the sides of the screen. And you, uh, with the iPhone, you select a party member and drag it to what you want to attack. So it's a lot of just sliding uh, commands. So like, you know, oh, here comes an orc, so I'll send my warrior over to fight it, and I'll walk up and just start bashing on it. Oh, he's taking damage, so I slide my uh, my healer to him towards my warrior, and he'll just stand there and keep you know consistently heal him. Um, here comes a group of stuff, so I'll slide my mage towards them, and it will automatically, you know, just start casting spells at them. And uh, so it's a lot of party management stuff. Um, and uh, it's real time because, yeah, you don't pause it, just everything keeps happening. Um, so I only played, like, a stage of it so far, but it seems kind of cool. Uh, from what I hear, there's, like, a lot of classes in the game, and um, it can get pretty deep. Uh, yeah, so that, that was kind of cool. Uh, another question about something you said although it doesn't pertain to anything you played. I believe you were the one who tweeted that Words with Friends is available for Android OS. Do you know if it's cross-compatible so that I can lose to you? Did I? Did I, I don't remember tweeting that. I feel like you tweeted... Okay, so then someone else did, but I, I now have Words with Friends for free. Um, well, here, and, we can try... I, I will live, live me trying to... Al, did you get it? No, I don't even know what it is. Words with you, friends. You of course would get words with friends right about the time I'm getting tired of playing words with friends. <laughs> words with friends is pretty much Scrabble, um, but across your phone network. So, like Al, I could I could put down a word now in our game, and then tomorrow you could see and be like, "Bitch, motherfucker, I have a better word," and then put it down, and then I'd see it, and then I'd be like, "I don't want to play until Monday, so I'm gonna wait until Monday to take my turn." So it's basically like you know. So you want to give out your username here on the air? It is Mr. Chupon with an O, not a zero. Uh, the, the case sensitivity might matter for uh, Words of Friends. Everything so. is capitalized except the R in Mr. 
So it's Mr. Chupon with an O, not a zero. Yes. Yes. And there is an advertisement on the bottom of my Words with Friends that says, make your battery last 75% longer. I have a feeling that it's like a disguised advertisement for like Viagra or some shit. But uh, let me go to account settings and see if I have to change anything. Uh, what if I put my phone number here? What is it for? Are they going to stalk me? Yes. Fuck. Password. I didn't give a password. Uh, do I just wait for you to start? Uh, yeah, I have to play a word and then it'll show up, but my letters kind of suck. Um, oh, so once you, you get your letters, but then you, then you invite me and I don't get to see what's going on until I actually, it, 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 we'll find out right now if it's cross compatible. Cause I just okay. played a word and it should send you turn. I mean, it started a game with Mr. Chupon. So that's either you or someone on the uh, iPhone who has the name, Mr. Chupon. No, my name is my name. Fuck. Okay. Some other apps that may be cross compatible. If they're available on droid, uh, there's this, just since we're talking about that, there's this Heytel app, H-E-Y-T-E-L-L, which is like instant voicemail type of thing. Like it's mm. text messaging without texting. So oh. that's actually a really good – me and my friends use it all the time. So that's a pretty hey cool app. Heytel. Uh, what uh, is your username if you are willing to – What do you think? Is it Riven or GS Riven? It's Riven. Damn it. I was hoping it was GS. And I put in GS. God damn it. Well, you shouldn't have to put in anything. I know, but I'm just going to see. I'm going to try to add you to my contact list to see if it even finds you. Uh, well, if you haven't received the... Searching for user ribbon. But see, uh, now it's going gonna, it's gonna to start another game. We're going to be playing two games if you find me. Oh, I think I found you. Um, I'm going to just play a really stupid word because I, I, don't, I don't... It doesn't really... Eh. Oh, man, now we're going to be playing two games. Sure. This is great internet radio, by the way. Da-da-da-da-da. Al's been such... talking about what he's been playing while we're doing this. Just shit. Cute sound effects. Al, I'm what not you been talk playing? To blackness. No, <laughs> you guys must listen. <laughs> that is so racist. <laughs> oh, it's just a color. Get over it. <laughs> Black game, not about a color. All right. Let's see if you got anything from me. I just played the word nerds. Man. There's probably somebody on Droid who's got my fucking name, and there's somebody on iPhone who's got your fucking name. Oh, wait. Nope, you did play Nerds. But I don't see your your game to me, though. Maybe mine's just taking a little while to oh. show up. Eventually, you may get it, and I played the word robot. I oh, am for your robot. first word? I yeah. see. Uh, oh, for, for your first one on my game or on the one that On the one started? that I challenged you. Oh. I can play multiple games at once, right? Al, let's get in on it. Yeah, Al, get in on this. Let's, let's <laughs> what play the some hell words. is it? I still don't understand. It's, it's, tr- it's, a it's just multiplayer there. Scrabble. Okay, because it just seems like you guys are sending random words to each other. Yeah, I right. was like, it's hey, like, here's it's the word robot. <laughs> oh, I see it. I see it. I, we, we are playing two games. This is kind of awesome. No, the thing is, is that I... It just took a while. ...didn't realize that, like... Why well, I didn't think that you guys were looking at your screens and seeing like a board with letters going up and down. What? Yeah, it just seems like you're texting him a word like nerds. Oh, well, uh, robot. Um, no, it's it's actually Scrabble. Booty quake. <laughs> booty quick. Um, booty quake. <laughs> booty quake. Uh, uh. Ooh. No. I'm just having fun listening to the noises on this thing. Oh, I don't even. I 
have mute my noises off. I don't have a good response to play against nerds right now, so I'm going to turn off my phone and listen to Al. Oh my goodness. Oh, look at the sound effects. Isn't that cute? So, Al, what you been playing? Um, games, I guess. <laughs> Thanks. Games, games, games. All I've been playing was Dragon Quest IV, which I finished yesterday. And uh, last night, I played a bunch of games trying to do something entertaining at home. Uh, played some Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Ooh, I yes, that that's new. Mail. And um, on top of all of that, played uh, like Halo for five minutes. Which one? The first one. Why? The only one I have. I, uh, I had no idea you owned it. Yeah, I, I own it. When did, this, when did this miraculous thing happen? Before I owned my Xbox. I had no idea. Yeah, in 2007. Huh. Let leave it. No, but it's it's a magical kind of thing that you actually. No, not you, of. not you. Um, Evelyn. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I was it, like, I'm surprised that leave it actually kind of made sense in this conversation. <laughs> you should have made him think you were saying it to him. So no, um, seriously, why did why did you play this game? Yeah, and how did you buy play? it in the first place? Why well, I bought it because, although I am, um, you know, not very interested in Halo or console first person shooters, I wanted to know what the hoopla was about so i was hoping to go through halo and then go through halo 2 and then go through halo 3 and all the other games just to experience what the story is but i can't even bring myself to go through halo like i got to some point where everything just looked the same and i quit and and i had to get a new xbox and i couldn't migrate the save so i had to start over yeah i was gonna i was gonna ask which version you got but since you said migrate save i figured Xbox. But yeah, it's one of those things where like the joke is actually not an exaggeration. Yeah. I mean, you're uh, not on an Xbox and you're not laying a whole controller across your lap like a TV tray, but otherwise it is sameish looking almost everywhere. Yeah, I'm I'm going to try it one day. Uh, I mean, <laughs> whatever. Uh and we get 20 messages in our inbox that says Halo is fantastic assholes. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, don't think so. I don't think so, but I I was playing that, and then I played Burnout Revenge, which was like pretty much the only game that Evelyn and I could play on the Xbox, like together and have fun. Because um, most of the games I own are like single player games or whatnot. Well, there's Donkey Kong. Uh, let's not talk about that. Oh, okay. I I was not in the mood to be trying to get past levels and stuff. Ah. Uh, you know, I, last hard. time we played. Yeah, it's pretty tough. Uh, we're in the middle of the game so far. And, like, the level that we're on is a cave level where most of the levels are minecart levels. And uh, we've blown a whole bunch of lives uh, last time we played, just, like, trying to pass this one level. And, I mean, it's fun and all. It's just that there's some days where I just don't want to play that kind of game. Right. If so. you're going to do that, you'd rather just be playing Meat Boy. Maybe, but then, you know, that's a single-player game. But, right. but I'm, saying, I'm saying when you're in the mood to not die, <clears throat> it's like if I'm going to spend my time dying, uh, you know, at this point and getting frustrated, I might as well just throw my hands up, throw my Halo disc out the window, and go play Meat Boy. And, well, try, to, and try to unlock the kid when I'm drunk. Yeah, I guess, but... 
that that wasn't part of the conversation. The whole thing was like, I'm not in the mood to play Donkey Kong. Let's play something that's just not as goal oriented. Let's play Marvel vs. Capcom because you said you wanted to learn how to play it. But then I had a teacher and she wasn't oh. in capacity to learn. So we, done, we dished that. And I said, well, she said she wanted to play shooters. So put in Halo. And she couldn't really get to grasp that. So then we dumped that. And then I was like, okay, well, I know she likes burnout. So put in burnout. <laughs> and then we had fun. I, I just think it's funny because like everything that, like, that you guys threw in is like some of the, some of the hardest stuff to you know learn on the first shot it's like i want to learn how to play a fighting game all right let's play no no i'll tell you in a second about marvel's capcom and how it, it actually is much simpler than you think it is um for for that game oh i can imagine i'm just saying for like someone who doesn't play fighting games yeah i know that that was the the hurdle it's like hey i've never played a fighting game before let's you know let's let's try playing something all right here's virtual fighter five what uh, oh Okay. Oh, I've never played a uh, 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 first-person shooter before. Let's let's try something. All right. Well, here is uh, Rainbow Six. Wait, what? I thought yeah. you could take more than one shot before you die. Nope. I want to play another game. So, or or like RTS. So, well, here's Shogun Total War. Ugh. That would be the worst one to put in. Um, all those StarCraft. Ah. Yeah, I wouldn't want to start somebody on StarCraft. Although, what would you start someone on on an RTS? What would you start someone on? Uh probably like Command and Conquer or something. Okay, okay. Like maybe even the first or second, or Dune. Uh, maybe the third. But uh, is Dune simple enough for people to grasp? Yeah, but uh, I don't know if Emperor is, which is that was the latest Dune that came out. Oh, okay. Like it, if Dune 2000 still worked on these computers, I don't know if it did, and I don't know if I still have it. But uh, you know, that would be a better game than Dune 2, which is on floppy disk and is no longer available. Or Dune on Genesis. Oh goodness! goodness, goodness. <laughs> so I've managed to successfully pull you away into a, re- a strange tangent, which is fun. But I apologize because that was an interruption. What else? Uh, and I played or- some demos. Uh, I played Bulletstorm demo because everybody was talking about it, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I decided to download a demo for Xbox because they don't have a demo for the PC yet. And I also downloaded the trial version of Hardcore Uprising, which nobody apparently likes. I read quite a few reviews, and people don't like it. And I'm like, come on. So I downloaded it, and I played it, and I like it, but... I'll what are they saying that. about it that they don't like? Well, they don't like the fact that the character moves very slowly. Uh, they feel like I read the one-up review, and the dude who did the one-up review said that uh, what he expects in a running gun game is that the person moves quicker than molasses. Which <laughs> I must admit, the guy does move kind of slow. But uh, yeah, I, was, I was watching a quick look at that, and I'm like, this doesn't look as good as I thought it would be. Yeah, it. it I mean, I think that. In terms of what I was presented with in the first level, I had a great time with it. But a lot of the complaints were in later levels, so I don't know about that. But then at the same time, I it's play a demo. Well, not even that, but you know, I play other contra games, and other contra games are tough as nails, and that's just the way they are. That's what you have to expect. And was it, he was complaining about the difficulty or the design. He was complaining about the difficulty. Uh, he didn't really say anything about design. He didn't say that there were like you know areas of cheapness where 
uh, you know, guys pop out of nowhere or whatnot. Like, you know how other Contra games, as soon as a guy comes out, he shoots you? Yeah. And that can lead to you dying because you, you, you don't have the, um, enough time to really react. Uh, that was pretty much, I think, uh, in the Game Boy Advance Contra 3, that was really rampant. But oh. uh, I don't think I ever finished that game. Uh, that, that game was unique because it had combined, instead of using the Mode 7 levels from the Super Nintendo version, it used the Genesis levels from, I guess, Hardcore. Um, so anyway, I think that the character, well, I was playing with Bahamut, and he moved okay. I mean, I, I yeah, love that I that's like his name, by the way. Yeah. Well, he apparently is the bad guy in the original hardcore. <laughs> um, so when, when running, I'm, I said this is definitely kind of slow, but in comparison to like the rest of the game and how you control and things like that, I felt it was fine. And there's a dash button, which you can kind of just hit dash and then he runs. You just shoot the hell out of people as you're running. And as long as you know how to control yourself, it's not a bad thing. Uh, he complained that the guys that you have to fight oftentimes move faster than you. Yeah, so, I, I just got to that part. He says, I often find myself overrun with enemies attempting to run for cover at, at nursing home speeds. Yeah, see. While now, your enemies are much faster than you. I, I noticed that there were sometimes a lot of guys on the screen and I got into like an oh shit mode, but I did not have a problem with it. All I had to do was just turn around and shoot or dash and move a little bit forward to get some space and then turn around and shoot. I'm not sure if the guy who reviewed the game is really like, uh, you know, a Contra head like me, where like I get every single Contra game that comes out, and I pretty much actually own every single Contra game that's out. Of, and not that I've, oh, know, he 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 invokes Battletoads as a comparison of. The yeah, game. I don't think it's as hard as Battletoads. Battletoads is in a class by itself. So again, you're you're in the demo. <laughs> I know I'm in the demo, and I once I find some time, I will buy the game because, you know, like I bought uh, Contra Rebirth and I played a couple levels of that, but I haven't finished it. Like I have Contra Four, and I'm like halfway through that, but I never really got back to playing it. Uh, I want to try and open up some time. Right now, my time is really heavily occupied by playing these RPGs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Bulletstorm was pretty interesting. Uh, I can't play it on a, on a console and I'm kind of nervous about getting it for PC because it's just expensive and I would like to just try out the demo once it comes out um, the whole skill shot thing is really interesting although I find myself very I guess uncreative when it comes to producing skill shots I just really don't see um, myself getting those super high scores like I was looking at the leaderboard and one of my friends had like 10,000 points in the first, in that demo, first level. And his rank was like 26,000. Jesus. So I don't know. My rank was like 30 something thousand. And I'm just wondering what the hell do you have to do to get rank number one in the, in the trial version of the well, game? What was your highest score? Like 5,700. And what did you do to get there? Uh, just kill guys in different ways and rush through the level to get through to get to the end of the level by the end of the time period. But, like, but I mean, I, I should say, I should say, how did you kill guys? Like, what was, what do you think was the most unique way in which you killed a guy? Uh, this, this sounds so sadistic. I know. But. It, it, it doesn't really, 
I don't know. I, I can't really, really put that into words because I don't know what the most unique way was or what the u- most unique ways can be because it's not like it's – there are certain things that you have to do to get certain – skill shots to come up you know it's not like oh if i do something and i think oh p dropped uh if i do something <laughs> and i and i think that he's back uh if i do something and i think oh this would be a really cool way to do things like for example i okay so yeah th- there was i was gonna ask for an example I, I wanted to for. leash somebody mm-hmm. throw them to me uh kick them and then shoot this uh the it's like flail gun. It, it basically has these two grenades tied by a string. Mm-hmm. And so basically I would be throwing, like throwing a grenade, except the guy is the grenade and then throw him into <laughs> and then have that explode. But right. that in and of itself, those actions combined don't produce a skill shot. But what? the act of having the guy blow up in front of a whole bunch of people and having them all die is called like a gangbang. That's right. a skill shot. And then leaving a guy to die like with the grenades on them and just letting the grenade tick out. It's called sadist. And <laughs> then there's um some other ones. This I forget. Do you ever do any are. environmental kills? Like I know there like I saw in the demo that there are a whole bunch of like um like electrical street si- not street signs, but like some you know, some electrical, electrical things wire that, can, that you can knock somebody right. to. Yeah. yeah. I've done that once or twice. Um a lot of times I see the wires and I don't see any enemies. I'm like, uh, what do you expect me to do? And uh, then there was like this ding dong where you uh, take like a, a like a ceiling and you leash the ceiling and you pull, pull it down, down and it comes down on everybody. But I've only seen that like once. And a you lot of it is throwing guys into like spikes as voodoo doll and I'm not really sure. I only played it once for like 25 minutes, so... You know. Apparently you get points for like looking at stuff. Huh? Like, for example, you know how in Gears of War, when uh, like right at, like during a battle or after a battle, just after a battle or, or a firefight or whatever, and like the eyeball icon comes up and if you press I know Y, what you're about. Yeah, if you press Y they, they, they zoom in on that special point of interest. Yeah, I did something like that. Yeah, and in, in a bullet storm, apparently in the, in the retail version, I don't know about the demo, but in the There's retail version... Like Huh? There is something in the demo. Right, but I meant what I meant was I don't know if they actually give you the points for looking at stuff in the demo. They do. Okay. I'm trying to tell you. There is a, a, a like a an elevator. I heard. Okay. And you push the button for the elevator and then you have to look at the elevator. And as you look at the elevator, the longer you look at the elevator, the more points you get as the elevator comes crashing down on all the guys in the tube. So then how come you act so surprised when I told you you get points for looking at stuff? I didn't know what you meant. Oh. I thought you meant, like, you go into a corner and there's something there. And, oh, <laughs> shit, there's something in the maybe, corner. Maybe, hey, points. maybe. You never know. Yeah, I don't know. With the way I was controlling the character, I, I probably would have run, run into some of those corners. Um, but, yeah, that was that. Hardcore and Dragon Quest. Now I played Dragon Quest V early this morning. Um rather interesting because people, people say that five is the best one of that second trilogy it probably is it's not really a trilogy actually they're they're separate games that are kind of they have similar elements in them yeah i know is, but what, what, I, what i mean was when you oh, just grouping grouping the games into three because that's kind of like they made you know they remade four for snes and then they put out five and six for snes and so they consider that oh that's the snes trilogy i'm not really know? sure about that too i was gonna bring that up i looked at the wiki for 
um, Dragon Quest, uh, Dragon Warrior Four. I don't see anything about it for Super Nintendo. But not not stateside. No, not even in Japan. Really? Yeah, That's I think it really only odd. Came out on Nintendo. That's very odd. Um, well, that I, I guess I guess I'm getting that impression from uh, the the PS remakes because I know that they because I know that all the Dragon Quest games on DS are basically. Like, hey, we did this for for PlayStation. Let's do this again for DS yeah. in 3D. And so, I guess that's where I'm getting the trilogy mentality from. But it's it's kind of like that, you know, the the, the uh, just a group of games. Yeah, not the necessarily thing is that, that four, five, and six can actually technically be sort of seen as yeah. I used a whole bunch of adjectives there, but it could have been seen <laughs> as a, a, the Zenithian trilogy. Which, when I first heard of it, that's what I heard it called, like the Zenithian saga, because the first game, Traps of the Chosen, revolves around getting to Zenithia and using Zenithia to, you know, kill the bad guys. Right. right. And the second game has Zenithia in it. It's even in the title screen, just like the same way right. it is in, in, the, in 4. It's just like in 5. It has the, the class on the clouds, and I'm pretty sure that in 6, it probably has the exact same fucking title screen. Right, so then... But, Zenithia only kind of appears in 5. It has nothing to do with 4. There's, it's completely different, like, world even or maybe it's the same world but just evolved over the years so now the the landmasters look different because it kind of looks sort of the same but none of the landmarks are the same you know it's a completely different world but the same maybe who knows yes exactly by the way i'm looking at the wiki uh, at the giant bomb wiki page dragon warrior 4 dragon quest 4 and there's a forum post i love chrono trigger will i like dragon quest and my answer is no, they are totally different. Like, well, you can't. Yeah, based I'm on not gonna, yeah <laughs> that question, no. I'm not going to say like, dude. I like JRPG. Well, I like JRPG. Well, no, that's that. They're the, different. No, I know. I'm saying that's kind of what that person is. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I thought you meant. Yeah. No, that. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's like I, I like, I like video games. Will I like <laughs> this game? Uh, maybe. Can't really answer that for you. Yeah. God. Um, yeah. So, what's your assessment of that game? Over uh, now that you're done with it, you put thirty plus hours, in, uh, not thirty plus, sorry, twenty plus hours. Twenty nine was what you quoted, right? Yeah, twenty nine. Twenty nine hours into it, um, you played through eight. You know, you. No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't play through eight. You're <laughs> still in the middle. Like twenty hours of eight, and now I oh. deleted my save because. All right. I start over. Oh. Nine. You played through nine. Played through one. You played, played some, some of eight. Some of two. Although, like, I got lost. When I played two, I got up to the part where I got the boat and I couldn't figure out where to go next, which I encountered that a lot in four where I had done something and I really didn't know what to do next. So I kind of figured it out. I was mm-hmm. just like, uh, I think I'll just go here. And that was the place I had to go to. Right. So, you know, all that said and done that compared with the other JRPGs you've played, like, uh, like where, does, where does it stand? Because I know yeah. that like. I shouldn't say I know, but I, I get the—I I kind of get the impression that, like, you know, one of the biggest NES games out there. When I say biggest, I don't mean popularity-wise, but just you know, the size of it, the scope of it, um, probably the critical acclaim that it got at the time, and then it comes out on on DS finally. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's replayed!" Like, what is it? What is your your feeling on it? I enjoyed it. Um... I was wondering because after, you know, while I was in the middle of the game, I found out that it was only a Nintendo game and then it was remade for PlayStation. PlayStation. They added an extra yeah. chapter. 
um, which I thought was a chapter after like a, like an epilogue. So I was thinking that this 29-hour game was for Nintendo? What? Right. But no, there's some of it was not in the Nintendo version. So I'm guessing maybe the Nintendo version maybe have been 20 hours. Hmm. Uh, it seemed like a pretty meaty game. The, the plot was very, I guess you could say, cookie-cutter for Dragon Quest, especially for the fourth game. Um, although 1, 2, and 3 actually are a trilogy. Uh, they all revolve around kind of the same theme. 4 revolves around the same basic premise of there's someone here and there's a problem and you have to save the world with this person. Mm. I like the the way the story was told, though, through the chapters. Yes. The unification of all the characters, like, running into each other and doing X, Y, and Z. Um, the direction of the game, like, you know, like I just told you, for the player, was kind of weird. It was kind of off, where they wouldn't really tell you where you had to go, but you had to figure it out on your own sometimes. A uh, prime example, although this was quite obvious, was uh, when you got the balloon and you had to go to the only place that you really could reach with the balloon. <laughs> uh, but then after that, they didn't tell you where to go. And so I figured, well, let me go to this other place that I can only get to with the balloon. And when I landed there, the enemies were really strong. So I said, like, is this right? I don't know if I'm supposed to be here, but this is the only other place left on the map. <laughs> and um, because they were saying, oh, we have to get to Zenithia. We have to get to Zenithia. But I'm like, how the fuck do you get to Zenithia? And it, then did you did I, you quote unquote talk to everyone? Yeah, well, there was no one knew anything <laughs> <laughs> in, in the part that I had to go up and, and find the person who said we have to go to Zenithia. Uh, that person joined my party. So I couldn't talk to them. Anymore. Oh, God. <laughs> so I'm like, OK, like, I uh, want to talk to you. But now now that you're with me all the time, you won't talk to me. What the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. Which, you know, that they actually had that feature in the game, but right. they took it out for the American version. Oh. Uh, but in five, you can actually talk to your own party members. So right. that's good. And if you get lost, you can kind of figure out what you have to do by talking to your party members because they know more about the game than you do. Um, so when I went and landed in the only other place that I could actually go, and then I finally said, okay, let me grind a little bit and just get away from the fact that these guys are trying to like really murder me in the first turn. And when I got over that, um, I went to the town. I, found, I actually found the town. I was like, oh, shit, there's a town here. And then I found, oh, this is where I'm supposed to go. This is how you get to Zenithia. And from there, the game was pretty much one, two, three. But I didn't expect it to end the way it ended because I'm so used to Final Fantasy. And by so used to Final Fantasy is, um, you know, at the end of Final Fantasy, there's a boss. And if you beat that boss, there's some other boss that's, like, even stronger than that. Yep. You have to fight him right after and they did that in Dragon Quest Nine, Pizza of Johnny, and he's back. Uh, the they do that in Dragon Quest Nine, so I expected that. But they didn't do it in four. They just really had a long, drawn out brawl battle at the end, and I didn't know if I was really going to survive it, which uh, was weird because by the time I got like to the end, he was just starting to throw everything in, in, and the kitchen sink at me. And I'm like, okay, all I got to do is just take my time and I'll be able to do this. Because I was starting to run out of MP and my healer died. And then, uh, I think I lost another character. 
And then Man, finally, like, that I got last one boss. hit. I was like, yes! Fuck that last boss. I hate that last boss. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think I blogged about how much I hated it. Oh, you um, did? My GameSpot blog. I was like, Duh! But, I don't know, to me, like, uh, and I pretty much voiced this in, in the review that I actually wrote back when I actually wrote reviews for my own site, <laughs> uh, you know, so many moons ago. But um, I think it ended up being, like, like usually one, the, the funny thing is that Back in the day when I played RPGs, the one thing that I looked forward to is battling. You know, mm. I built up my characters, I got my items, I got these weapons and all this shit for the purpose of battling bosses and having that kind of thrill of, uh, of you know, employing certain tactics and strategies against bosses. You know, it started mostly in Final Fantasy IV because it had the active time battle system. However, when you go back before that, that's when battling gets a little bit more tedious. When you know, when it's all like completely turn-based, and there's nothing really much to the battles. Um, like this, this game, like the actual battling was what turned me off of this game. Everything else about it, like adventuring the world, getting the the the, the medals. Are, are they medals or gold pieces? The, the medals, right? Medals, mini medals. Getting the medals, you know, fucking around the casino and like building a town. That <laughs> I did none of that. <laughs> See, that's what I liked about this game. Like, I didn't ex- exactly go out and do all of it, like, to, to, to such a great extent. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of was like, you know what? I'm really sick of grinding today. I'm going to go do something in this town. Or I'm going to go look for this mini metal or something like that. You know, and, and just, you know, the, just, I don't know. There's something about going through those dungeons and, and knowing how hard it could get sometimes. Um, and I think you, uh, I can't remember if we actually talked about this on the podcast or if we talked about it in person, but the whole idea of them being able to react to what you throw at them where you can't do the same thing because it's so purely turn-based. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, Guile and Street Fighter can throw a sonic boom without doing two seconds of a charge because yeah, it's not that impressive. Right. So, okay. So it's like, you know, for those who don't know what I'm saying, it's like in Street Fighter 2, if Al and I are playing... Uh, you know, Guile versus Chun Li or something like he has to charge up his um, spinning bird kick. I have to charge up my sonic boom. That's how the move works. Press down for two seconds or press back for two seconds, and then forward with a punch, up with a kick, respectively. And I messed that up. I know. Mm-hmm. And so you could see, you know, like if you're watching two humans play as charged characters, you watch them have to charge, like walk back or crouch or whatever. But but when you play against like a computer you know, a controlled opponent, like, sometimes you don't, you don't see that. Sometimes they can throw a sonic boom out of nowhere just because they feel like it. And so when you translate that to something like Dragon Quest, where it's like, okay, I have to choose all my moves before the round begins. And I don't know, like, if they're going to hit my character with the lowest HP and kill him. So I don't know if I should use, if I should, you know, queue up. What, what's the life potion in that game? Uh... You mean the Idrisildur? Idrisildur? Da! Da! Whatever it is. It, 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 you're like, I don't know if I have to queue up the potion to bring my character back to life before, like, like before it's too late. And then I use it on that character, and it's a waste because the enemy actually didn't hit him. It's like you have to predict what the enemy's going to do in that round, but they don't have to predict what you're going to do because they can react to what you do. Yeah, um, that's and that's the reason why the tactics are kind of efficient sometimes. Sometimes. Right. Um, and I still, I still personally feel like, yo, this is, you know, when did this game come out? Like 2008? Um, uh, seven. 2007? It's like, oh, it's 2007. All right, you put this game on the DS. Um, 
you've you've modern when I say you I mean developers in general you've modernized other games like um like a Final Fantasy four that came out on DS later like you've modernized that without bastardizing what they are at their core so why do I still have to go and I, I know I've griped about this point before but it's like why do I have to go to a church to talk to a priest to listen to him tell me how many experience points I need to gain to the next level why can't I just go into the menu screen and look at that because that's what? the way Dragon Quest is oh I'm sorry Enix I'm sorry that you want to keep something ancient in the way it is just because you want to you actually it- changed it <laughs> you used to have to go talk to the king in the, in the in the main castle. Like there was only one place where you could find out what how much XP it's even worse. Needed. And yes, I know. And oh my god! There was only one place where you could save, which was at the king of the first castle that you started at. But then after three, they took that out and they changed it to churches in every town. But yes, they kept the the entire spiel of, uh, you know. You need such and such to gain a level. You need such and such to gain a level. You need such and such to gain a level. Um, what can I do the for only you? Way that you can do that. It's, well, yeah, yeah. It's like he goes through all that, and then he's like, "All right, so what do you want to do?" And I'm like, I, I, I'd like to save, please. And then half the church, like not half, but a few of the churches don't let you save in them. Oh yeah, so it's don't. inconsistent. Um, I don't know. It's it's one of those things that. I, you know, I was able to overlook because of all the other stuff. And like at the time, you know, when I was having a good time with it, I was having a good time with it. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's kind of like developers, what the hell? Like you're going to bring a game out in this century. Maybe you don't want to change the grinding aspect. Maybe you don't want to change the core gameplay aspects that make the game what it is. But at least in terms of it being a product, a usable product, you have to make it usable. You can't make it like, like it's it's like it's like bringing, it's like putting out Marvel Capcom three with like slightly sluggish controls. Like it's a usability thing. It's not a gameplay, not even a gameplay because it is part of gameplay. It's not a like oh this is the core mechanic of how you know our game works. Like this is what makes it interesting. It's like no. It's like can I open the box to put the disc in? Oh, I can't. You fucked up. Um. So yeah, after after all that ranting and bringing up Marvel vs. Capcom three, how do you like it? Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom three, yes. Uh, I like it. I've only played it like one and a half times. I, I did go through the arcade mode in my first time and beat it, but um, I don't know. Um, I think that that will have to wait because. The only thing I can really think of when I think of Marvel vs. Capcom 3 right now is Deadpool and how funny he is. Well, well, you said you were going to talk about, like, the accessibility of it. Oh, right, right. Yeah, that. Um, they have a normal mode and a simple mode control scheme where simple mode basically has an attack button. That's, like, easy. Button. It's, like, easy in um, the other ones, right? I don't know. I, I, you know, I don't mess with that. But yesterday was the it. only time I've actually had experience or had an experience with an easy mode because I was just showing Evelyn in, in her slightly, you know, incapacitated state <laughs> of being tired from a week of work and having a little bit of alcohol or whatnot. Little uh, bit. Just instead a little of having bit. A, instead of being like, okay, this is the light button, this is the medium button, this is the hard button, and then you have to press light, medium, and then the special. And then oh, you God. Chase them, and you got to do light, medium, special, special. I mean, light, medium, hard, special. And then you make sure you press right or up, and then you continue, and you do the combo, and then you knock them down to the ground. So, and do all that. I just What's said, special? 
What's the special yeah. button? Well, no, I uh, that, though. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like after all that, yeah, like only one thing register because there's so much shit to put together. Mm-hmm. So what I had to do was like, okay, the X button. That's the button you use to press. You just press it and you attack. And then the Y button is the button that you use for all your special moves, like Hadoukens and stuff. Oh, and simple and, mode. Uh huh. Yeah, and simple mode. And the the B button is for all your combos, your hyper combos and whatnot. So like she was like like this, and it's just like combo. Then she says, "It doesn't work anymore." I said, "Yeah, because you just used your only level on me." Uh, I just think that's what it's like. This what this is the button that you press to unleash a really, really, really hard hitting attack. You mean like this? Yeah, like that. And then the A button was a special button, which, of course, was the doozy. I said, well, this is what you use to start air combos, which I know you're not familiar with because you don't even play Marvel vs. Capcom yet. You said you want to play Marvel vs. Capcom. Here it is. And then I started to explain it to her, and then <laughs> it, it didn't really go through. So, like, I'm playing, um, just kind of blocking and whatnot, and she's trying to get used to it. And then she's like, I can't do this right now because you're... I went and, like, did one attack. I was playing with Super Scroll, and... There, he has some weird like sp- he spins his arms like fire comes down his arm turns into like things arm and shit and uh, it's basically like a whirlwind punch attack and all I did was just press light punch and then do the move and it hit her like five times and she's like uh, you can't do this to me and I'm like you can't do I, this I to me do anything <laughs> all I did was just press two buttons that's funny you can't and do so, this to me. Yeah. This is uh, not fair. <laughs> Don't do this to me. And then one I time, demand I did, my rights or something. Yeah. I did light punch into the special into the air combo on her. It's just like, hey, wait, wait, wait. Like, <laughs> wait, wait, hold up. What? Slow down. All I, I did, did a combo. And then she's Slow doing like, air combos on me. She's like, how did I do that? And I'm like, you press the special button and then you press up. And she didn't know that. So in simple mode, how does it, how does an air combo work again? You just mash on special. Oh, you or? just mash on the, the, the X button, the attack oh, button. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And it'll do, do special. This is all the same. It's just that um, you have fewer attack buttons because they all kind of chain into one button. Yep. And you have fewer special moves because... <clears throat> excuse me. The special move button does a special on the ground. And then it does a different special if you're pressing the D-pad. And I don't think it differentiates. Oh, no, there are some moves that you get and you get to do it in air. Like, for example, Phoenix has a teleport move that if you press the D-pad in the air and special, she will do teleport. But if she's on the ground and you move the D-pad and press special, uh, she does a different move. But most people only have two special moves out of the three or four that they have in normal mode. Right. I guess they chose it on a way that in, in a way that it will still benefit that easy mode player. I don't know. But um, that's it for that, really. I mean, I played through the arcade mode, and it was pretty pretty weird, just an experience for me, just trying to get used to how to do the the air combos. And um, my team was Deadpool, Ryu, and Hulk. And I found Hulk to be most effective. Um, Although I completely forgot how to play with him. like, I don't remember how to do uh, some of the moves. Like, the Gamma Charge, I thought I was doing it right, but I don't really know because when I tried to pull it off, it didn't really work. And then the Gamma Charge comes out so fast, it's like, there's a Gamma Charge. And when you do the double, that right. you can't really, I can't really control it yet. But I just have to kind of... Is it, is it still the Sonic Boom and then Direction plus Kick? Well, there's no kick. 
Uh, oh, that's right. Oh, yes. God, I hate that's this game. Even, I haven't even played it yet. And on top of that, the charge seems to be for the, uh, the move where he pulls the – I forget what it's called. When he pulls the ground up. Uh, Gamma Wave. Yeah, Gamma Wave. Uh, when, when that's a, I think that's a, I think that's a special move, not the super move, not the special. Whatever. Oh right, right, right. We'll just call it Gamma Wave for now because we'll we can. It, yeah. The the instead of the long winded move where he pulls up the ground, uh, I the think short winded one. The short wave. The short winded is just the Gamma Wave. Uh, to do that, you have to hold back and press forward and attack. Uh, and I think holding huh. up does the. Uh, the shit where he jumps in the air. <laughs> er, these moves yeah. cost more. You know when he jumps in the air and he comes down with the the meteor. Oh wait, is that just a super? That's a super. Yeah, I think that's just. Th- super. There's no I, regular special move for that. Yeah, unless no regular- they put one in MVC three. Maybe I don't remember, but I know I was I was abusing that move, and that was like the primary way that I could win against that everybody knows last boss of that game. I would have to assume Galactus. Yes. Spoilers, uh, but I just spoil it. So there. Uh, and the only other thing I mean is fucking Deadpool is fucking funny as hell and um, that's all I have to say about that I just learned something else about him last night when playing him he's such a dumbass he is a dumbass Deadpool. in this game yeah. so, can I say something I really don't like how they handle their their easy modes like it's it's like and I guess it's in conjunction with the fact that, like, I was, you know, I was watching, um, I was watching a quick look of it on Giant Bomb, and them try, and them going through the paces of the tutorial. They really don't have that good of a tutorial. There's a tutorial in that game? Not even a tutorial, a practice mode, I should say. Oh, the training mode. Yeah, like that. It would it would say do uh, like if we were playing um, Wolverine or something. It would say. Do a tornado claw. Do a drill claw. Do this move. And it's like every time he had to figure out what that move was, like not like not like he didn't know how to well, because it's a new control scheme, maybe he didn't, but like you'd have to pause every time to look up what is a tornado claw. How do you do it? Oh, they didn't actually show you the move on the thing? Nope. Oh. Damn. It's like it's like you have to pause, you have to look at it, and it's like, all right, do like a launcher into whatever, and it's like, alright, what the hell does that mean? And it's like they <laughs> They they just didn't do a very good job of 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 showing newcomers like this is what this game is all about. These are the systems. Um, there's ground combos. There's air combos. Each person has a di- well. I, I don't know if this is the case in MVC three anymore, but like let's say we're talking about MVC MVC two. It's like each person has a different uh, a, a different set of moves that they can that they can link into one another immediately, like repeatedly. Uh, and for certain characters, the button presses are different. Here's the one for your character. Strong, medium, fierce, which would be uh, AAB on the Dreamcast controller, right? Um, here's, here's the zigzag. For, here, here's what's called a zigzag for another character. You basically press these buttons, and then, like, there are also these things called launchers, which knock you into the air. What you can do after this is follow them up into the air by doing this. The reason why you want to do that is XYZ. So it's like, y- you know, they, they have a training mode, but not really a tutorial, and it's kind of something that a game like this kind of needs to, in order to fully understand it. Because I, I swear to God, like when I first started learning how to play Marvel vs. Cap- Marvel versus Capcom in the arcades, I was completely lost. Like, how did you? But I, how did, he's in the? Do you jump? 
like to follow him and then like how do you get him into the air in the first place and then like all my like you know my friends had to tell me okay this is what you know this is what the systems are it's not just like street fighter 2 where you just fight like there are actual systems that activate at certain points depending on what you do you know and that that's totally lost on newcomers um so I, I think in their effort to dumb it down and make it like, oh, we're going to take away all the kicks and we're just going to make it light, medium, fierce. Well, if you're going to take that step, then why don't you go ahead and make it make a nice fleshed out tutorial instead of giving you an easy mode that kind of dumbs it down where you and you're telling me that now you're left only with two, like only two or three special moves when a character might have five like that. that that's kind of, you know, it's kind of lazy. It is. And but, you know, what, what else can you do when you have just a button and all they let you do is either press the button or use the D-pad and press the button? What I'm saying is it's lazy to, like, and I'm not saying that you, you would have traded one for the other, but I would have rather them spent their time making a robust tutorial yeah, than, than sitting there and going, well, let's see. Uh, instead of spending our time making a tutorial, let's just figure out what special moves to throw out and what special moves to keep in for this really stupid easy mode. You know, if they want to do both, that's great. But I think the priority should have been on a tutorial that was like, hey, we're going to make it easier for players to play this game, so we're going to basically get rid of half the attacks that people are used to. Um, but we're not going to take that extra step of now teaching them how to play it. Well, those people wouldn't be used to those attacks because they're newcomers. Right, but I'm, what I'm saying that is that they're taking a step to make it easier, but they haven't taken a full step. Yeah, like they're, I understand. They're, well, they're, they're, yeah, they're they're basically taking they they're admitting that yeah this we want you know casual players to get in on this and to actually like be able to play this game. Um, so then why didn't they just you know keep the game as is for the hardcore players and just keep that other stupid simple mode? You know why not take why not do your due diligence take the extra step of making a decent tutorial? And I heard through the grapevine and I haven't tried this because I never bothered to because I just jumped right in. But I heard the Street Fighter fours training mode also wasn't that great either um you know and and you know the almighty david serlin <laughs> who we all know is like a street fighter <laughs> lord even said like he's the one who did the uh he, he's the one who headed up the remake of super street fighter 2 turbo hd remix um i can't believe i actually said all that mm-hmm. and like he was criticizing street fighter 4 for like well why do they have these systems in place to make it more complicated like when when it's all about like how and when you use the moves, not about pulling off the moves in the in the first place. And he was like complaining about half the stuff, like the interface, like setting um, setting your button configurations is a chore in Street Fighter Four. That's true, uh, compared to like the old SNES style of just like, oh, I'm going to go to the button, I'm going to press what I want to use for it, and that's it. You know, little things like that. It's just like, wow, Capcom does such a great job of making the actual games and its mechanics. But then, you know, when you get into some of the other stuff behind it, they kind of forget about. Hey, let's actually make this. It's it's again. It's a usability thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just almost knocked my plate over. Um, but yeah, that's enough griping for me. You like it, and that's good. I I am really interested in every time I see it. I just again, am putting myself on a new game sabbatical, which is probably not going to last very long. Um, but what else have you been playing? That's all. That's it. I guess well, I'll go real. Huh? Go ahead. Uh, I've been playing game dev story, obviously. Um. You were playing that all throughout the 24 marathon last weekend. Uh, a lot because it was something that I could do while still paying attention to the show and just get years to go by. 
Yeah, uh, uh, you saw the season already, so I wouldn't have. Uh, that, that was- oh yeah, yeah, that too. Like I was able to still enjoy the season, and that that's I think that that's the primary difference because that was the first time I've ever been to a marathon where I've already, already seen the season. Right. So I was able to actually just kind of enjoy being there right. instead of being like I gotta see this because I need I need to know what happens and eating Although, a whole shitload of food. Season, well, yeah. Uh, even though if you do season seven again, I'm probably going to be in that same zone. Like, I got to remember. I got to see yeah. shit that I didn't see last time because I was passed the fuck out. <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> um, I, okay, I guess I'll go real quick before we touch on the, the stupid We Dare shit mm. um, for like five minutes. But um, I started playing uh, Greed Corp uh, off of my Steam account. I can't remember if I got you guys a copy. You got me a copy. I bought my own copy, but oh, I yeah, you already had it. You tried it yet? Yeah, I was gonna buy both of you a copy, but then Pete. I think that's why I didn't buy it because I saw that you had one already. But it, um, it's a ve- I, the the way that I see it, it's very, um, it's basically one thing, and it, it's kind. I, I I liken it to chess, whereas with something like Advance Wars. You as at least from a campaign standpoint, as you progress throughout the campaign, you learn about all these different systems that you can use and all these different powers that each kind of faction has at their disposal. Right. And and so when it comes down to playing a multiplayer game, like there's some variety there of, okay, I'm going to choose this person because he has these strengths and these weaknesses. Or if you're playing in the campaign, it's like, oh, there's something new happening every time. The only difference in Greed Court when you move through the campaign is the maps. How the maps are constructed to begin with and like where your placements are, how many units you start off with, that's about it. Everything about, else about it, the tactics, um, you, you, unless I have sorely missed something, it looks like the most advanced level of tactics and, and abilities that you can have... You'll, you, we, you will have seen it by the end of the first level. And it's like, that's really disappointing. I thought that it would kind of like expand and like give you more abilities. Like you, you'd think it's like a turn-based strategy game where like, yeah, now you can learn these skills and you, know, you can do whatever. No, it's completely not. Um, however, on the flip side of that coin, it makes it very, very easy to just be like, you know what? I don't really have the time or the desire to sit down and, and play through this drawn out like campaign mission or whatever. I just want to, you know, have a little bit of turn based fun. I just want to, you know, sit down and, and do something that's kind of slow paced, but not, you know, not, not super challenging or, or like it, it, it makes you think real hard okay. within, it, like I said, chess, chess does not change. The rules don't change as you that's play it sure. more. Chess is just chess. There's a beginning. There's there's an opening. I'm not even going to try to talk in chess language. <laughs> you, you open, then there's you know the middle game, and then there's the end game. Like where your where your strategies change up, but you don't get any like piece upgrades except for when you like trade your pawn in for a queen or something. You know what I mean? You don't you don't like you don't add like a cannon to your queen. You don't, right. you, don't, like, <laughs> you don't get the ability to build a rook base in the corner of your thing. It's, it's, those are the pieces you got. This is a play space you have. Go kill some dudes. You know? And that, that's kind of how it is in Greed Corp, where it's like, all right, you, you can build. So I haven't even gone through how the game works in the first place, so I'm going to do it. <laughs> it's, it's hex. Um, and so the objective is very simple. Just make sure you're the last man standing on the board. Um, there are resources resources in this game, which is just credits. Um, 
And the way you can get resources is either you get the set amount of resources at the end of every turn. Um, so everyone starts out getting like plus 10 gold or whatever. whatever the, I think they just call them credits again. Uh, 10 plus gold at the end of every turn. And Pete just chopped off the call again. This is pretty funny. Hmm. Uh, um, and I believe that amount goes up as the playing field decreases. And when I say playing field decreases, I'll, I'll explain what I mean in a second. Um, the other way you get resources is by building a unit called Harvesters. And they sit on the hex. And every turn, they kind of like slam into the ground, uh, destroy some of the ground. And in, re- in return, it's kind of like mining. In return, you get resources for like, you know, destroying Mother Earth. I don't, I don't know if there was some kind of little message that they were trying to send in this game. But goddammit, it worked. Um, um, each of the hexes on the map has a certain level. Right, so that level indicates the height. I think the maximum height for any hex is six. So, as your harvester every turn pounds into the ground to get more resources to turn into money, it lowers that hex by a level. So, if you leave a har- when you leave a harvester on a hex for six turns, eventually that hex will just crumble, dis- disintegrate, and disappear into the mist below. Which is very bad for people who have vertigo, but like it, that's you know it just kind of like you you are basically destroying the playing field as you gain an, an advantage. Um, and again, maybe it was some part of hippie message to save the earth, which but but goddamn it, it worked. I was like, I, I feel bad about trying to beat this guy in this game hippies. because now I'm destroying the earth. Um, but um, you can like so not, not only the hex that the harvester on lowers in level, but everything around it. So it becomes this whole strategy of like, you know, gaining territory with your units. You actually only have uh, one unit that moves around. It's called the walker. See, very simple. Just a walker. All it does is move around, and like it's it's a numbers game. So you can build up to you know up to eight walkers from every kind of like armory that you build, and the objective in there is to make sure that you have as many walkers as possible so that when you try to step on someone else's hex, like, you can take it over. If someone else has walkers sitting on his hex protecting it, you have to have more, you have to have either the equivalent or more walkers to take over that space. So I'm trying to think of an analog. I I guess it's like Risk, maybe? I haven't played Risk in a long time, so I forget how that works. But it's basically like you need to have more units in your in, in your little um, party, and you can only have sixteen walkers on a hex at one time. So, like, if someone else is protecting his hex with sixteen walkers, and you have sixteen, yeah, you could take it over. But you're 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 going to be left with a hex that you've gained, but then all your walkers are gone. So you have to kind of balance the number of like walkers that you have. And in order to build walkers, you have to have resources. And in order to get resources, you have to build a harvester. And the harvester is going to take away the land on which you stand. So you're basically gradually chipping away at the, at the map itself. Like, it's disappearing. And a lot of the end game is a whole bunch of single hexes just standing up there in the middle of nowhere. Like, a lot of, uh, like, waiting for, for your resources to build up so that you can buy, like, a hot air balloon to transfer your walkers over, over you know, the vast expanses of mist. Because there's no more land left. Mm. Um, it's. I'm having a trouble. I'm having trouble explaining it, even though it's so simple. Just because, like, any strategy game you're gonna have, you know, it's gonna be hard to explain. So, I, like, you know, anybody who's listening, look it up on YouTube. It's called Greed Corp. 
and and you'll basically see how it works. It's very simple gameplay wise, but it gets really tricky when it's like you're playing mind well, when you're playing mind games with people. It's like it again. End games leave you with very little land, and so you've got all these walkers sitting on one hex, going like, "All right, how the fuck am I going to get over there?" Um, and either you have cannons which have a limited range, so if if the other guy's territory is too far away, you can't shoot him and you can't get him off the map. Then you have to wait until you can buy a hot air balloon. A hot air balloon changes depending on the um, on the class of of uh, on the class that you choose. And here, here's the thing: you could choose from several different classes. They all do the same thing. The only difference is that they look different. Okay. So the only point to having those classes is to differentiate between the players and multiplayer. They don't have different abilities. They don't gain money at different rates. They don't have any strengths or weaknesses. They're just a palette swap. And I I think that's kind of what was a little disappointing because I was watching the Giant Bomb quickly to kind of get myself into the, like, feel of, all right, what do I expect from this game? And so Ryan Davis asked, he's like, oh, yeah, so um, can two people choose the same class? And the, um, and the developer was like, no, we have to, you know, all the classes are very distinct. Um, and we, we, we base, um, we differentiate between different players with the class. And I'm like, oh, okay, so it's kind of like the old school Street Fighter where two people couldn't choose Ryu. All right, it's a little bit antiquated, but I get it. Understood. Maybe it affects the balance of the game if you choose the same class and whatever. So, fine. Then I actually played it, and it's like, wait a second, there's nothing different about these guys. They all do the same thing. So, that was a big disappointment. Um, but I think, I think if, you choose to get, if you choose to sit through the tutorial, which takes maybe about like half an hour, um, it's very simple. It's just that the animations take a long time. That's why the tutorial takes a while. But very simple mechanics... Um, very easy to kind of like get sucked into because it's really easy to pick up, and so you're like, oh, why don't I just play another level? Um, it gets it, it gets kind of samey though if you try to marathon through it, and so you know I couldn't marathon through it. I have to, I, you know, I'm playing it in like 45 minute installments. Um, mm-hmm. Aesthetically, it's pretty simple. It has this kind of like um, someone's gonna destroy me for saying this because I don't know the correct time period, but it's got this kind of like. Uh, depression era slash prohibition era slash whatever era like isn't it supposed to be like the industrial revolution yes or something like that? yes and so like the music that plays that plays during during gameplay like reflects that a lot. I, I i think it's a nice touch uh, they do a really good job with the music at least um look it up on youtube just to get a feel for it before you start playing it because then maybe you won't need to sit through the tutorial but um again it was it's a lot less than i thought it would be when i saw the description on steam when i bought it but even still it's a it's a good kind of like hey i'm i've got 20 minutes before i have to leave to go meet people for dinner why don't i throw this on and play it um and i get to destroy the earth while i'm doing it <laughs> um it would be it would be an absolute perfect iphone ds or psp game um that's how kind of quick it is um but i was also playing the only other thing i've been playing is 999 and i have to look at the I have to look at the uh, box again to see exactly what the title of the game is. Uh, nine. Ah, I put the box on my shelf. Is it nine people, nine rooms, nine doors or something like that? Yeah, I just want to make sure I get the order right. Uh, <clears throat> I put nine perones. Nine hours, nine hours. Purses, persons and purses. Nine persons and nine doors. Uh, right. 
So I touched on this last uh, last episode a little bit. I've been playing it significantly since then. I think I've uh, I've been playing it on and off, like little trips to like uh, on the subway that are like twenty minutes. I, I put like a fifteen twenty minutes into it every time. Um, I don't know exactly how far I'm into the game yet. I'd have to check my save file, but um, you know, a lot has happened since since the last time that I talked about this. Um, it's starting to get into that mind fucky territory. Uh, of like, and the biggest thing about that is choosing, basically getting the, you know, being put in in the position of, of choosing who who basically who lives and who dies. That's mm. the basis. I mean, that's the basis behind this game. Um, and uh, is this really gonna? Is this really spoiler territory, or is it because the back of the box is pretty much like Adam and like, yo, you're on a boat, and motherfuckers are gonna die. So <laughs> there you go. Um, but like it's it's all about like numbers and all this crazy shit. Like each person in your nine person crew has like a number associated with them, and you have to go through these numbered doors. But you like you 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 can only choose a certain people to go through those doors, and therefore like sometimes you either leave people behind or you split up from them, so you don't know what's going on on the other side of things. Um, I think this is actually a decent example of what Doc Brown had talked to us about, uh, I was tweeting about in terms of story of, you know, depending on what you do, like there's a completely different outcome. Like you could, you could die in certain different ways or, and, and I don't even know if this, like if, if this story branches out or kind of like branches out and then loops back, back itself. Yeah. At certain points. But like it seems like it seems like this definitely warrants multiple playthroughs, and not just because of the fact that you need to beat it once to get the true ending the second time around. Um, and I have no idea like what that means, like what it what it takes to do that. But it's like ghosts and goblins. I guess <laughs> go um, through the game again because you gotta go find the bracelet. When they could have told you about the fucking bracelet the first time around, what the fuck? Can you find it the first time around? No, you can't. Okay, because Guinevere <laughs> has to tell you there's a bracelet. Yeah. It's like you go all the way to the end, and she's like locked in a cage. She's like, yeah, you know, well, that this isn't a ghost and goblin. This is ghouls and ghosts. Oh yeah, but, uh, yeah. Guess super what? ghouls there's, and ghosts. It's like you gotta else. kill the big bad guy, but he's completely invincible to anything but my bracelet that I dropped somewhere in the past seven fucking levels. That's so annoying. Uh, <laughs> but um, so it, it starts getting getting kind of mind fucky that way, um, and. Like, I think I told you about this in person, but as you're going through the game and, and trying to solve puzzles and get out of traps that you've been set in, like, the characters just randomly start talking to you about these weird phenomena that happen in the world. And you're sitting there reading this going, like, why, the f- why do I care? Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear this. I want to play this game. I want to get through it. But there are two things. First, you know, I don't know how much of a game I consider this. It's more of a digital novel or whatever they want to call it. Um... And you have to go into it expecting that. You have to go into it pretending like, I'm actually more so reading a book than I am playing a video game. Once you get past that hurdle, it's, it's, a, it's a great piece of fiction. You know, from a stand- I should say it's a great piece of interactive fiction because you know, it's not the pinnacle of story writing. But <laughs> it's just because you're in the moment and you do have a little bit of choose-your-own-adventure say-so in it. And it's not as poorly written as a choose-your-own-adventure. Like, there's some sort of intrigue there. And the fact that you're kind of responsible for choosing, like, well, I want these people to come with me, and therefore, you know, I have no idea what happens to these other people or this one person getting left behind. That, that, and that kind of weighs on you. Like, it's kind of like, it's sort of like the Mass Effect thing where it's like, oh, you got to choose who to leave behind. 
but that's different because they're soldiers and that's their duty. This is just nine people on a boat and you don't know anything about them. They could be completely innocent. They could be assholes. You know, they could be the sweetest person on earth and you're basically sentencing some of them to die. And that's kind of what's kind of mindfucky about it. And I just totally repeated what I said two minutes ago, but that's okay. <laughs> um, cause that's what the game is like. Um, in terms of it kind of like repeating its, its tenets, like, it, like every single place that I've had to solve a puzzle, one of my guys who are with me will inevitably go like, this reminds me of, a, of an article that I read in the paper about this mummy who never froze to death, and like it was this phenomena called like biomolecular schmagendagen thingy, and like it's, I'm, I'm being stupid, but it's like, it's really like, it's really creepy. Like they start talking about these different like scientific phenomena that happen. And you know, the first time I heard it, I was like, I was like, why are you telling me this? Shouldn't we be solving the puzzle? But then as they kept on going along, all these different phenomena that these different people were talking about started to like link together. And it's like, you're still like, what does this have to do with the ship that I'm on? What does this have to do with our current situation? But like, as you keep on going, you slowly get the feeling that this is probably going to lead up to something that's really gross and like creepy. Um, and I can't shake the feeling that, like, the, I, you know what this reminds me of? This kind of reminds me of, like, um, those horror movies, uh, like Saw or okay. something else, where it's like, I, I should say Saw 2. Did you see Saw 2? I probably did. I don't remember. Saw 2 is the one where they're all trapped in the mansion. No, I didn't see it. Okay. But, you know, that type of thing where, like, there are a bunch of people trapped in a place and they have to figure out they have to work together to figure figure some way some way out and then slowly like one by one people start dropping and disappearing so it's, it kind of reminds me of that except it's not it hasn't been like super gruesome it's just a little disturbing um but as a, as a pure bona fide video game so far uh-uh but as a piece of like entertainment overall as long as you're in the right mindset to enjoy it like it has dramatically kind of increased in intrigue and appeal. Uh, I definitely think that people, if they're willing to sit through a digital novel instead of an adventure game or an action game or whatever, should pick this up and should start to, you know, and, and you know, you have to take it seriously. Otherwise, it's not going to really be enjoyable. Oh, like, of course. You, yeah, you, have to, you have to read it. You have to absorb yourself in the dialogue and the characters. And you have to, like, again, treat it like it's a movie or a book and not a game. Um, and, and once you absorb yourself into it, then it becomes it, it becomes pretty interesting. Um, there are some interface issues. Um, on my first puzzle, very 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 first puzzle, um, I had to basically find the combination to a suitcase to open it. And I thought like you get several pieces of evidence around the room that you're trapped in in order to to find the combination. But I thought I found the first piece of evidence. I mean, sorry, the first clue, and I thought, okay, this is going to be enough for me to solve this. Well, it wasn't. So, like, when I tried to crack the code, it wouldn't, it was, it would, like, I would put in the numbers and it would be wrong, right? So it was like, try again. It's like, all right. So I went, I found another thing, I went back to the suitcase, and the first time I went to the suitcase, it was like, in order to unlock the suitcase, you press the number of, you press the appropriate number um, on the combination lock with the touchscreen. When you are finished, you press the e. You press this button on the suitcase. If you if you want to exit, you press the down arrow or whatever. So it was it, it was the, it was the game giving you instructions. Yeah. Right? Now the game gave you instructions every single time you went back to the padlock. Oh great! It's, it's just time. like yeah, it's wasting time. You can't press start to skip it. 
you know, so it comes, again, everything comes down to usability. Like, I'm finding that all these games that you play, like, most of my complaints come around like, well, you're a dumbass. You didn't make this, like, a usable product. You just made me read this whole shit over and over again. And that, that, that's still a problem. It's like, press C to clear. Press E to enter. I know. I know how to work a calculator. I'm 30. I've worked with calculators before. Um, now, that's 999. Um, we have about three minutes before Pete's going to explode and the world's going to end. So, Pete, why don't you tell us about this fancy Ubisoft game that's coming out in Europe or Netherlands or wherever it's coming out that people would, I don't know. Hey, guys, do you like the Wii? I like the Wii. Hey, guys, do you like sex? I like (laughs) sex. Well, now you can get the best of both worlds. Um, Okay, so, yeah, seriously, uh, there's this game I'm I, I'm assuming people anyone who would listen to this probably already knows about it but there's this game coming out called We Dare and it's not even W I I it's just W E they couldn't Which, even credit to them for actually doing that credit to no, them for no credit to them they should have no. just gone full bore and done the stupid name and yeah no does, I definitely don't want to have another cause... game that's like We W E something something uh, We Ski We Ski yeah. I, no, I, I'm going to give them, like, one-seventh of a prop for that. Because I bet I, you what happened is I'm Nintendo's so like, they're we'll let you it. put this game out, but you're not fucking putting WII. Yeah, I know. But it's like, it's like you know, all this, like, oh, what was it? Lunar Dragon Song for DS. Oh, um, yeah, anything that's DS had something. to have a DS thing on it. Hey, well, Advance Wars Dual Strike was a good one. It, good, yes, it good was, name still, it was like DS. And, oh, Castlevania, Dawn of Sorrow. You know, it's like, <laughs> great, thanks. A lot. New Super Mario Brothers Wii. <laughs> Worst title for a great game ever. Anyway, continue. What is this Wii Dare? Okay, so <laughs> basically, from what I can gather from the only trailer they put out, this teaser trailer type thing, it's a par- adult party game um, wherein uh, you know you get a, a group of like-minded, uh, a- consenting adult friends together, um, and they damn sure will be consenting to want to do this shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you uh, play the game like any other party game, except it has you know risque mini games wherein th- things like dangling the Wiimote between two people who will then apparently eat and or lick it, um, and then laugh uh, with crazy laughter. Uh, and I don't know, I guess that more like it. giggle. Yeah, no, they were fucking like maniacally <laughs> laughing in that in that <laughs> trailer. It was weird. They were very uh, animated in that commercial. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like, I, I mean, that's what it is. It's a party game with stupid mini games that is supposed to, I guess, be quote unquote erotic. I don't fucking know. Uh, well, here's the thing. If you look at the in-game graphics, there, it, it's just like me's doing stupid shit, like eating an apple. Yeah. Yeah. But the people who are actually demoing the game in the, in the, in the promo trailer, like, you know, they're like, they're, they're dressed in like, you know, uh, slim fit button downs and the girls it's are dressed in like blouses with like short skirts, skirts and everything mm-hmm. and like they just came from a day of ch- exchanging trading stocks or whatever and, and they're then ready they're, to have some fun they're now letting down their hair like literally during one point in the video this blonde like is looking and she's kind of like biting her lip and then she lets down her hair and puts the Wiimote in the back of her skirt because one of the mini games apparently requires you to slap the person on the ass and you need to have Spank. the Wiimote Come on, just say it, spank. Uh, yeah. You need to have the Wiimote by your ass so that it can register the spanking. <laughs> and in the game, you're like flying through hoops. 
Yeah. Yeah. What is that? Um, <laughs> so, yes. Um, really stupid. The point of this was that, like, people should probably really just go watch a trailer because it's ridiculous. Um, I mean, just YouTube, We Dare or something. And W-E-D-A-R-E. D-A-R-E. Two separate I mean, words as they appear in English, and th- s- people have already put like mashups of it already. Like they, somebody, somebody put the the replace the audio with uh, music from Inception. It actually, didn't work. It, it actually isn't funny at all. Oh, I didn't see I, that one. I uh, thought it would be funny. Vinny Caravella not- uh, mashed it up with Mad World, which he also did for the Dead Island trailer. But it, it's funnier with this game. Um, yeah. So. so- I was the, say, the official the official one has been put up by Ubisoft. Ubisoft. So if you see yeah. the, the YouTube user Ubisoft, that's that's the official one. And the official music is pretty ridiculous too. Yeah, it's like uh, la- like sultry lounge, like let's let's get naked and 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 have our genitalia touch type of music. <laughs> not yeah, like, gonna, not go not porn music, but like lounge music that is sensual. <laughs> or something champagne room music. Um. So uh, yeah, like. It's just ridiculous because, like, you know, there's been adult party games for a while, like, you know, novelty games, and some of them do a good job of being, you know, like, whatever, erotic or whatever, but uh, this is just, it just seems lame. Uh, I'm pretty sure adults aren't going to want to, like, fondle their Wii remote to get their jollies, you know, just play fucking adult Jenga or something like that. Be yeah, I, I, I adult Jenga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's adult Jenga. There's True, adult like, tr- everything. I mean, there's truth or dare Jenga, and then there's yeah. and then there's Jenga where you take the pieces and you write your own shit on it. Well, there you go. So, but I mean, this is it's 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 stupid to me because like they they have to be spending some sort of development dollars on this. And when I say some sort of development dollars, like obviously yes, they're spending money on this. But what I mean is like like they they're spending like all this development time and money and like resources on this shit testing this you know fixing bugs printing printing discs and then letting it go gold and and shipping this to retailers all the shit that you would associate with a normal game that people would actually want to play okay um for a game that not only would people probably not want to play in order to you know in in order to get a a woody but like what was i gonna say i'm so enraged by this that i forgot what i was gonna say um, but no, that they could probably, first of all, that they wouldn't want to play this type of game to get, to get that kind of action. Second of all, that they could do, that they could spend less money. Uh, and I'm talking about from a consumer perspective, spend less money on a truth or dare Jenga set or something like that, or a deck of cards and play strip poker or something like that. Okay. Um, to, to, to get their, to, to, you know, have their fun. Um, and third of all, for, for a game that you're supposed to be doing all these sensual things, but on the screen, it's like a fucking me flying through a hoop. What's the yeah. point? Like, what is the point? Yeah. You could just play what fucking WarioWare naked. <laughs> hey. That would actually... You could. Yes. And it probably would. costs less by now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but it's, you know, it, it just, it kind of, it, it just boggles my mind how people come up with this shit. And like, think that think that it'll work. And, and you know what? It's the it's all the people. No offense to my friends who actually do like this game, but it's all the people who think that like Just Dance is actually a good product. It's not. It's a piece of shit product that is is basically like the 
the homeless man's version of a poor man's version of a bastardized version of of uh, Dance Central, which in and of itself actually isn't even that you know that technically great when you consider what they're doing with that game. But because Harmonix knows how to how, how to put something together, it's still at least you know a very enjoyable product. You know, it's like. And, and because all the people bought that shit, and then they bought Just Dance 2, and they're probably going to buy Michael Jackson The Experience. They have. Oh, God. What, what's the number? what are the numbers on those? I don't know, but I know that there are people who like that game. And I'm like, what? You like that game? Let's go look at this shit. VG charts. As a personal aside, all these dance games nowadays are just bastardized versions of DDR where they realized, oh, fuck, people don't really want to buy dance pads for their home anymore, so right. let's just have them wave or their they arms really instead. they really want to dance. Yeah, and, like, yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, again, I'm alright with Dance Central because, like, you actually have to have skill to do it, and, like... Yeah, it does require more full-body motion, too. Like, and, and, and again, to- like, they build a good game framework around it, but, yeah. like, all, all Just Dances is, like, like, you could play it sitting down. You really can play it sitting down. It's like, what? What's the point? You know, uh, I that game has sold two point three million. Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson experience oh. for Wii. God. But what's weird to <laughs> me is wow, that wow, thanks. Is, <laughs> I didn't know there was a Microsoft. Uh, Microsoft. Uh, well, yeah, but I didn't know there was a Michael Jackson experience for PSP and DS as well. Uh, oh, God, what? What's yeah. the experience? I don't know. But they're also coming out with one for Connect in April. Okay, so that one has to be like something substantial, and not I just guess. I'm going to sit down and wave my Wii remote. And for Move, PS3, same day. Uh, that that could I could see that working if you have to strap a Move controller to your foot. <laughs> then I'm okay. That's why it doesn't work like on the Wii because you know there's nothing with your feet. But I don't know. What else did this? Uh, Ubisoft is just getting weird. Aren't they the ones who had that really, that, that like laser tag problem? Oh, the laser tag game, yeah. Yeah. What? What the hell? I don't even want to know. At E3, uh, what was this, uh, 2010, they had that yeah. laser tag thing. It wasn't even a game. It was like just a score tracker or something. I don't remember. It was just weird. They had, you know, people come out in the fucking press conference and play laser tag, but not really play laser tag. Oh yeah, I remember that brief, like very faintly. Yeah, that wait, it was, was a game. Yes. Well, a product I that, that product they were is out now. Out I'm sorry. Yes, a product. <laughs> like there was another one, um, where that used a vitality sensor or something that was just like, like a spore swimming through like a petri dish or something, and it was. I, I'm totally making, bastardizing, but like. Do you remember what I'm talking about, Pete? Like, they had that really stupid thing where it was like, oh, breathe in and breathe out, and the game reacts to you breathing. I just remember the damn thing on the finger. I don't remember any any visual <laughs> other than, out. Uh, was it Kudaragi who had it on his finger or something? I don't, I don't remember. No, it, Somebody had it on their finger. It was just bizarre. I don't know what they're doing. And it was funny, like, the whole Michael Jackson experience, when they, when they announced that, they just had people come out and dance to a Michael Jackson song. And we're like, what? <laughs> and then it was like we are going to have like the, leg- the the most legendary pop star ever, you know, you know, lend his appearance to our game or whatever. And then no footage. It's like great. So it's a dancing game, or is it Moonwalker three, or what? Because all he said was, "Oh, we're going to have a legendary game that incorporates his image." And it's like, all right, I don't 
don't know. Is it going to be Michael Jackson Rock Band? Did you somehow license it from Harmonix? You're not telling us anything. Instead, you just put out a bunch of dancers, and that's it. I don't know. It was, I was getting weird. Just give me more Brotherhood. I want my Brotherhood version 2, and I want my Assassin's Creed 3, which I don't know how that's going to work out because the creative director left for THQ. So I don't know what's going to happen with that, but I don't want We Dare. Go watch the video. Go boycott it, and go, like, shit up a flagpole. I never got that expression. Don't, don't even bother. All right. So, um, uh, yeah, well, we've got ahead, a few minutes left. Just curious. Do you guys think there are there would be any way that there could be an adult game that would actually work and not be cheesy or perverted and just lame? You, you know, an erotic game, you mean? Like something like for like actually like adult couples or, you know, like something like that to actually like, you know, enjoy in that way. Uh, I mean, I... Th- mm. I was going to say any version of what currently exists out there in the physical space converted into a game might work. Um, but then the, 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 whole, the, the whole question being, what's the point? Yeah, because it's know? already there. Yeah, because I was, I mean, I was just thinking like, like the whole thing, as soon as, I think as soon as something goes to the TV, and this is why you know, there's always the people that say, you, know, you shouldn't, if you're like in a relationship or whatever, it's a bad idea to have a TV in the bedroom because uh, like, TV takes away any kind of intimacy. And like, so as soon as you, even like when you're playing those games, like if you're doing it to kind of be like, you know, uh, playful or whatever, like, you know, there's eye contact and like, you know, there's like, like, uh, you You want to be looking at the person. Yeah. Yeah. Not the screen. Exactly. So like, that's the thing is like, even people who are like, you know, oh this, like, cause there are people who will defend games like this. I'm sorry, Nick Sutner, not like you listen to this show anyway. Um, (laughs) next thing you know, we get mailbag. Yeah. But, like, he'll defend things like, you know, this game and, like, those massage things on, like, the Xbox Live Indie and stuff, indie stuff. But, like, I think as soon as you introduce, like, that electronic television element, whatever, it completely saps any kind of intimacy there could have been. Right. I mean, if you want to get a little freaky, I mean, you can always do what Jane Pinker did with the whole res trans vibrator shit. I know, that's a, <laughs> I know that's a joke, but when you think about it, it's like, all right, like, if, if, if you're two consenting adults, like, and you just want to have a little bit of fun while one person plays a video game, that's kind of funny. I was going to say, according to Cheapy D from Cheap Ass Gamer, his wife enjoyed that. <laughs> well then, there you go. But, you know, something like this, like, no. Uh, like, what, what they're doing with We There, I don't think that works. I, I don't yeah. think that, that there's any appeal with that, especially because of how, and, and maybe that's just beta footage. Maybe they don't look like that. But if you see what we're talking about, you'll be like, this isn't, there's nothing, you know, special about that. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I, I had something that something I don't want to say about that, but um, oh, oh, right. So I don't know if they incorporate, you know, the the Sony the the Sony camera or the Xbox Live camera or the Kinect into it. If they want to do something freaky with that, I'm sure that they could innovate something around that. If they really tried, would it work? I. Uh, you mean the camera that watches you all the time and sends stuff back to Microsoft? Yep. <laughs> yep. Send stuff back, not to Microsoft, but to Steve Ballmer. <laughs> he, they, he, they probably set up like some shell corporation, like under a completely different name that's like a porno studio and like takes all that footage. Like there, there's probably like this, this really long user agreement before you play that game that like is, that has text so small that you don't want to bother reading it. And then you basically consent to show your butt off on Microsoft's porn company. But I don't know. I, I, I mean, to Al answer the mail is shit. Shit mail. Um, 
but yeah, to answer your question, Pete, I, I don't want to be close-minded about anything. You know, I'm sure that there's a way to do it. I don't see it being possible with the way that we currently think about games. Let's put it that way. Yeah. You know, and um, I, I don't know that we can accomplish it. Like, there, there's, some, there, there's some things that certain mediums simply cannot do when you choose to create something to take advantage of everything about that medium. I'm not just talking about games. I'm not everything, you know, and that's that's not a slight against any medium. That's just the nature of the medium. And that's why we have different mediums, because each one has its own strengths and weaknesses. Um, something like this, you know, is currently hampered by the technical limitations. And when I say limitations, I don't mean like, oh, you know, we don't have enough polygons to correctly render a nipple. What I mean is, you know, we are bound to a console and some kind of controller and a screen, which is a very good point that you had brought up about the screen that you have to look at. You know, now if if in the future they come out with TV screens that have three that like that that are three sided and like people can sit around a television and it's a household item and you sit the TV on the table and you have some sort of weird video game that you play on a table or whatever and you can look at each other at the same time. Like, like if you were playing strip poker or Jenga or something like that, okay. But I don't think that there's anything that can be solely done within a game in which you have to use a controller or something else to interact with the software almost all the time that can work. Like, if you were to do it, you'd have to, like, you'd have to kind of take yourself out of the experience a, bit, a little bit. Like, like if you're playing Truth or Dare Jenga, right? You pull out one of the Jenga pieces and the, the shit falls down, Right. So then you got to look at the piece and see what the dare has you have to has you doing. Then you have to get up from the table and you have to do it, right? So you're taking yourself away from the game. Similar to you know something like this, you're not going to be able to like just completely con- continue to look at a screen playing this game and then like expect something to happen with that without you know pausing and getting up and doing some sort of thing, you know. Unless of course you buy We Dare because that's the answer to everything. Um, hi Al, welcome back. Hi. Hi. So, do you have an answer for Pete's question? Do you Do you have any thoughts on that? Like, is it possible to? I, I wasn't even here for Pete's question because of the mail. Oh, it was the same oh question God, he asked. <laughs> oh, I thought I thought he had asked that before before he had left. But the question was, you know, is it do Do we ever think it's going to actually really be possible to have an experience like like a sensual experience like this through this medium through a video game? Uh probably not. Um, I I do remember this question because this is when you guys were talking about the screen and yes, yeah, TV in the bedroom with yeah. Ah, uh, man. Well, uh, I mean, you don't really need a game, a, a game console as an intermediary for something that people kind of create for themselves. You know, I mean, unless people are just not that creative, right? And they can't come up with their own dares because. I mean, granted, there are some people that like that who are like, well, the first thing they want to do is just like go straight to the sex for a dare. And it's like, uh, yeah, either we're not that kind of party or we're just not really ready to go like that right now. <laughs> we're not that kind of we're party. We're not that kind like, of party. I dare you to take her in the room and do this, that, that, and that, and that, and that. I'm like, get out and of that, And that, and that, and that, and that. 
<laughs> Who invited but, this guy? Yeah, but even even if it's not like something that you need, I, I guess the question being like, is it something that is possible? Oh, it's possible. It ain't gonna be good. <laughs> I think <laughs> it's surely possible. Just like it's possible to have you know some kind of game uh, in between I, two people. I mean, I think Pete and, and Pete, you know, if that's fine, that's fine. That the answer is fine, then great. But I think he meant in the realm of like not possible in terms of like yeah anybody could do it but like possible in terms of can it work right you know i answered no i answered that like i think you heard the tail end of my answer is that like you know at some point if you want to actually interact with the person you're gonna have to get up off your seat and that takes you out of the game it's not gonna be completely in the game um well uh, i think the reason why it's not going to work in my opinion is that your attention is on the game and not on the other person. Right, exactly. Yeah, that, that's, and that's what I in meant. in order to, like, for the way we dare does it is that they usually, I guess, they implement an intermediary of their own. Like the Apple game, they have a third person who's holding the Wii remote and the people are not looking at the game. They're looking at each other. And that kind of works. Okay. But now it's like, how many people do you need to make... Well, like if it's it a switch context in that trailer, but I bet you if people were to actually play that game, the people like doing the fake eating of the apple or whatever would still kind of be glancing at the screen to make sure that thing like that's just kind of like a I think a natural reaction to make sure that, you know, well, make sure that the fake thing through. that you're doing is actually affecting the real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Either that or they'd probably just rather eat a real apple or maybe a banana. Hey. hey. And I, 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 I intentionally I did ate that, a cucumber but, last night. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I mean, like, but it's one of those things where it's like, why do we have to put up, like, I, I guess I'm just basically re- regurgitating what Al said of, like, why do we need this? But I guess, I don't know. Like, you're right. In the context of the trailer, I guess it works. But I, it, it it just seems like it seems so unnecessary. And because of its kind of, mar- like, its marginalized nature, it's like it, there's no reason to put too much into it. And you can see it right there. It's a me flying through a hoop. And that's all I have to say about that. It's a fucking knee flying through a hoop. Yeah. People, write in and tell us your thoughts on sex and video games. Do you dare? <laughs> we dare? Okay. Uh, all right. I think that about does it. Pete's going to explode. Um, the word. Um. The word. The world. And I just looked over and I just found out that he has four minutes left. Um, so, Pete, where do you live? Uh, Twitter.com slash Riven. R-Y-V-V-N. slash Riven. Al. Um, that place that I don't really update much, uh, xlm2k.blogspot.com, uh, twitter.com slash dredmage. D, as in dick, redmage. And you can find his album by his band Rocco Fuerte on Amazon's MP3 downloads. You should go download it or else I'll come to your house and give you a copy of We Dare. Or a copy of my album. <laughs> that too. Yes, Wait, but, just give them a copy of your album for not going and getting it? That's I don't know, man. Shit. Why did I spend that's money? That's the thing Damn is that it. I want to punish them for not oh, getting your oh, album. Oh, not give, benefit them. I, I didn't mean give as in for free. Oh, okay. Force I'm, them to buy it. There you go. Uh, and the album is called Vuelo Letal, Lethal Flight, if you speak the Hispanic. Um, I can be found on www.sharkversusoctopus.com, www.trygames.net, which is where you can find all of us. And twitter.com slash M R C H U P O N, not a zero O. Mr. Chupon O. Hey. Hey. 
you'll be finding us, some of us, at, at the PAX Boston East. Convention Exhibition Center at PAX, PAX East, East. Here PAX in Boston, PAX East. Massachusetts, USA, PAX East. PAX East. North America, so, yeah. planet Earth. We might have a live cast. Um, I have some friends that want to be on the live cast if we do one. So Yes, a bunch of people to pimp. Everyone loves dinosaurs.com, drfishypants.com, gamingthemedia.com. Is it game, the, dot com or dot net? Gamingthemedia.net, gamingthemedia.com. I can't remember at this point. Uh, and uh, austindlight.com. If I forgot to pimp you, I'm sorry we're in a rush because uh, uh, Pete's about to explode. Uh, so we're done. For Al. Uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> waiting for that. For Pete. No, I think we should just stop it when you said we're done. I'm your host, Austin. And we dare. No, we don't. Welcome to episode 206 of the Try Games and the Podcast. My throat hurts because there was a lot of karaoke yesterday and I can't... <sighs> there you go. I'm your host, Austin, for the Try Games and the Podcast. We do some things here that are very commonly done on other podcasts. My friend Al, will you help me out in explaining what those things are? Um, games? Yes, we do games in the butt. Pete, my friend, can you be more specific on what Al said? Guess not. Pete. (laughs) Pete dropped. (laughs) Oh, gosh, he did. (laughs) Should we just start over? Oh. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to call you guys back. (laughs) Okay. Okay.